Hello, and welcome to Drunk Mythology. I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. And I'm your co-host, Krista Hunsaker. And today we are talking to you guys about a Rakurakubi. And it's a Japanese ghost story. Woo! Happy to see you all in the second episode of 2021. What a year. What wow. a year. It's only probably February when this comes out. It only February, but, you know, maybe. I think it's going better. Yeah, I, I hope so. I really do. But what a great way to start off February with a Japanese ghost story. Those are always popular. We're shaking off them, you know, shaking off the 2020s with, uh, with some yokai, mm-hmm. some spirits, some ghosts. And spirits. We got our mojitos again. Doing mojitos is a good, good run of mojitos. Good rum. Good. Need a better mixer, but good rum. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. So today, let's get it. Let's jump right into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the Kurakubi is, as we said, a Japanese yokai. So it's like a spirit, phantom, ghost, you know, that sort of thing. As opposed to an oni, which is like a demon. Or an ogre. Yeah. So think about goblin. So we're talking about spirit ghosts today, and it's usually like a spirit of someone who had been living and was cursed, as like a punishment for this soul is cursed. Yeah, this person's cursed. They did a bad. They did it a bad. They did like a sin in life, and they became a cursed spirit. So that's how they became one of the two kinds of Rakurakubi. Oh, there's multiple. So the first kind is a normal Rakurakubi. Okay, Rakurakubi in name. Yeah, exactly. Rakurakubi, <laughs> like, general. Rakurakubi, you know, Your regular. basic bitch Rakurakubi. Your basic Rakurakubis. And that's also, like, the nicer, less harmful kind. Oh, okay, okay. The nicer ones. The good spirits. Ah, uh, they're, like, nefarious. They're not... Ah. They're not that harmful, but they're not that good. They're usually female, though some tails have males. And, uh, <laughs> during the day, they look like normal people. But there's a way to tell if they're Rakurakubi. How is it? You gotta look for stretch marks on their necks. Oh. Yeah, that's a key feature. So they're always wearing scarves and shit. Don't trust people wearing scarves. Oh, it's like that story with the woman that has like the red ribbon and it's actually just because her head is cut off. Oh, it's a, it's it's very, it's like that. Yeah. Or it's like you watch, you know, you watch Dracula and like someone puts on a scarf. That's some, that's some, uh, don't trust it. They're vampires and shit. But these people are spirits. All right, so these stretch marks. These people are spirits, but like during the day, they seem like normal, regular, alive people, but they have these stretch marks on their neck. And why? Because at night, when they go to sleep, their necks extend like crazy long, like 30 <laughs> feet. They become slinkies. Yeah, their their necks just go extend, and their head or heads like floating around, attached to like tethered to this neck, and it's just like exploring and shit, and just the body wherever it's in bed. And it's they're like, like three blocks away. It's getting a cookie from the drawer. It's like sneaking down the stairs. It's, it's like, ooh. It's having like a whole adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that that's that's the general Kirakubi. This kind is more nefarious, less violent. Um, one of my favorite images tied to this is like, they're, you know, it's a little bit sexism. They're mostly women. <laughs> and so it's like a nosy woman who's like craning her neck to get a better ear full of that hot dish goss. Like, she was like, ooh, Ethel said what? Oh, the neighbors are fighting next door. Let me Let just, me just crane scr- my neck. <laughs> Let me just poke into, my head in <laughs> into their window and be like, "What's going on?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that hot gas. Yeah, they're they're looking for a plate of hot gas. 
And so that's the general Rakurakobi, and some of them know that they're spirits. They're like, I'm not just you. I'm a Rakurakobi. I can stretch my neck all like, fucking I'm long. I'm dialed into that neighborhood dish. Yeah, they're also the neighborhood watch, the neighborhood um, they're PTA. busybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're the local PTA chapter. Yeah. They're running the bake sale. If you ever Don't have someone them. who comes in with like the same exact bake sale item, and you're like, how did she know I was making snickerdoodle brownies? It's because she's a Rukura Kobe, and she... Like slithered her neck in there and just heard all about those snickerdoodle brownies. Head of the homeowners association. Absolutely. Every every your neighborhood homeowners. Every trash can left out has like a snake woman like a snake neck. Just a long ass, a long ass <laughs> neck yeah. and a head. Just like mm, I is... see you're putting your stuff. The the trash day start is Monday morning. Why are you putting it out Sunday afternoon? It's too <laughs> this early. This is against uh, code. It's too early. <laughs> And so this guy, while that may be harmful, they're not violent. They're just annoying. They just hurt with words. Uh, so some of the Rakurakobi know, and they're tuned into like their Rakurakobi, but a lot of them just think they're still human, and they're just having these wild dreams while their heads are going out exploring. I, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. And so... I do have wild dreams about overhearing my neighbors every once in a while. About being a floating head that's still tethered by a long-ass neck. <laughs> like giraffe person. Like giraffe man. Uh, giraffe woman. Uh, so this kind also pranks people. So, like, this is where the nefarious bit comes in. Like, they just knock shit over. They're like a cat, you know. I mean, that neck just knocks stuff over just by existing. Honestly, they're just knocking stuff over just trying to get this, like, hundred-foot-long neck through the room. <laughs> But they also like to purposefully appear in front of drunk people, and it's because no one will believe them the next day. Oh, that's just fun. They they yeah, know they're their just marks. Fun. They're just, <laughs> they're just like they just like wrap around a post, and they're like, no one will believe you, and then they just roll away. <laughs> and that's awesome. I I love it. That's fantastic. And so for this Kobe, and this is like Kobe general, it's possible to cure him. Uh, in some tales, if you feed them the liver of a dog, ew, I gr- I know I know it's gross, but that's the cure. But there's another cure, oh, which yeah? is also death. Oh, I mean that's the ultimate cure, though. To be fair, you're curing the you're curing the kurokobi of being alive, which is yeah, which is a condition. That's just curing the affliction of living. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a condition. It's a condition alive. Well, we cured it. It's dead now. So with that one, it's pretty convenient. There's a very obvious weak spot that's like a hundred feet long. Mm-hmm. The neck. Oh. Just, right. <laughs> It's like a Resident Evil when a part lights up, but it's just like a hundred foot long neck, and you're like, just start swinging, man. I don't know. I know. If Resident Evil would be like, oh, shoot at the head, but it's just like, just shoot it's just the neck. The, the whole neck is just lit up. Like, literally, just if, if their neck's all stretched out and it's like, this is a Rokurakubi problem, they just, just get a few whacks, you know, just a few, a swift chop, and boom. No Rokurakubi, no problem. Yeah. Does the neck, like, slither back to the body, or is it just, like, you just have this very long neck now that you got to figure out what to do? Um, I actually don't know. I imagine it just sucks it all right back in, just, like, good audio there. Just, like, it just slurps it right back, and it's like, oh, no, you've just beheaded this person, and their head's, you know, 400 feet away. And so that's the Rakurakubi general. But today, we're talking about a special kind. These are Kirby that kind of you gotta watch out for. Watch out! So watch th- out! This is the Nuka Kubi. Nuka Cola. The yeah, the Nuka Kubi, the Nuka Cola Kubi. <laughs> That's the one we're talking about today. 
And we're going to... radioactive soda? It's radioactive vampire heads. Oh, that's even better. All right, all right. I don't know if it's radioactive. I mean, it does have... Radioactive! Nu- it does have Nuki in the... His first name is Nuke. I guess... Is it Imagine Dragons? Uh, Are they a, singing about it? It's imagined heads. Um, it's talking heads. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's more talking heads than imagined dragons. <laughs> and so the Nukakubis are a version of Akurakubis. They're heads that are fully displaced from their bodies at night. Oh, so like no tethering neck of of like very vulnerable neck. Yeah, it don't have that same weakness. No neck, no neck, no problem. Uh, yeah, so the head's just flown, the head's just, just bouncing around. It pops off at night, bouncing around. Except it's trying to suck blood and eat people. Oh, that's kind of scary. So yeah, it's a. Mo- this is the second one. The Nukakubis is a monster. This one's like full on vampire. It's not about the pranks. It's about the blood. Yeah, they don't care about pranks. They care about eating people and that hemoglobin. I mean, animals do the trick too. It's not like it's just special people, but they just look, they just got feed, man. They're hungry. I mean, why go for like cow when you could go for man? I don't know, cause they don't got no stomachs. But <laughs> well, I mean, they do, but it's like disconnected. Maybe so, it's like chipmunks and they just inflate their cheeks. They just hold it to like get back to the body and then the body's like, oh yeah, now I'm full. <laughs> so yeah, Nukakubis are violent. They're like vampiric. They're like blood. They're like bouncing around. They're the ones you got to watch out for. And the only way to stop one of those guys, since they have no weakness of the neck, is you got to move their bodies while the heads are out to a place the head can't get to. Ah, okay, so you gotta make sure that, like, they can't reattach. Yeah, you gotta just move the body, and the head's gonna be like, well, fuck, and it's gonna bounce three times and die. Oh, it's like, (laughs) it dribbles to death. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) With no more body home, it just bounce, bounce, bounce. Dead. Dead. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how you get rid of one of those, and that's what our story is about. All right. This priest, and how he gets rid of him. Tell us. Take us home. So we're going home to nearly 500 years ago. What a home. What a home in Japan. There was a samurai named Izagai Hidezaimon Taketsura. Sure. That's the last time I'm going to say that. (laughs) Who served under Lord Kikuji of Kyushu. Kiyoshi? Kyushu. Kyushu. Yeah. So this samurai was a skilled warrior. He was courageous, resourceful, strong. He was everything a samurai should be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, and he was very honorable, too. He had great honors. And he had... Wow, what a nerd. He had distinguished himself in the Aiko War of the uh, mid-15th century. You know, the... Everyone knows the Aiko Aiko Nane Wars. Aiko Aiko Nane. Yeah, there was his two grandmas who were fighting. Uh, so the result... Talk about hey now, hey now. Hey now. Aiko Aiko Nane. Yeah. Uh, so the result of this war was the fall of the house of Kikuji and Kyushu, so that, all you gotta know from that is, he, he, he fought great, but his side lost, and he didn't have a master no more. Ooh, he didn't align with the right side then, huh? Yeah, and, uh, Isogai, you know, this guy, Isogai. This guy. The samurai guy (laughs) was, um, without master. Isogai, the samurai guy? Isogai, Isogai, Isogai. Isiogai the samurai guy um, was left without any, without a lord, and while any would have taken him, he was super loyal. So he decided to the losing side. Well, he, he was super loyal to his lord, the uh, loser, the loser lord Kikuji. So he decided to put down the sword and become a traveling Buddhist monk because that's what you do. As you do, honestly, that's a pretty good like. I went from a warrior to a monk. That's that's a cool character. That's a cool guy. Yeah, if you got it, you know. So I cut off his hair. Done. 
trading the armor for the Koromo robes of a Buddhist priest, and he changed his name to Quairo. I bet it's also a lot more comfortable, too, trading in the armor for the robes. It's like, oh, damn, this is, like, nice. This breeze. Maybe. Uh, but you know, the thing is, it's like, the, you know, it's like a ascetic lifestyle. It's like a priest, you know, he's, he's shedding comforts as well. What comforts of a samurai, huh, you know? You know, that. What comforts? Being really strong and, like, upper class. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's comfortable, all right? Just having some sort of privilege that comes with your strength and armor, that's comfortable. But so now he's a Buddhist priest, and his name is Quirio. Quirio. Quirio! Quirio! His name is Quirio. <laughs> it's a me, Quirio! It's a me, Quirio. <laughs> and he's a traveling monk, and he's going to go and spread the word of the Lotus of the Good Law. But, but you know, he's always a warrior. Buff dude. So in these dangerous times, you know, after the war, it's a warring period, it's feudal Japan, this is, this is not safe. So he's traveling around on these, like, mountains and harsh places, and he's this warrior monk, so he's just he's laughing. Bobby, yeah. He's just laughing in the face of danger, and it's especially places where few monks go because it's not safe for the weak monks. Oh, you gotta be the strong monks. You gotta be, you gotta be former samurai monks to go to the places Quario is going. So Quario, Cairo, Quairo. Quario. Uh, I, I like Quario. So Quario <laughs> is found himself traveling to the mountains of the province of Kai. And it was getting dark. And he was far from all the vil- nearest villages. So Quario did what he usually did. Just found himself a nice tree, some roots, uses a pillow, slept on the ground. That's Quario style. Oh, he just sleeps on the ground like an animal? He doesn't need much to be comfortable. He's hardcore. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's already like set for the... Uh... For the lifestyle of have-nots. Yeah, he's ready to be a traveling poor monk who's just like, yeah, I'm asleep outside, whatever. (laughs) This rock, beautiful bed. This root, great, great pillow. I get to sleep on earth today? Usually it's stone. This is nice. Punches a lizard that walks by and is like, my bed. Punches a lizard and is like, my dinner. Oh. (laughs) So while he's laying on his, on the ground. He's laying on his laurels. Yeah. A woodcutter happens to come across him. It's like, what are you doing sleeping on the ground like that? This is a bad place. <laughs> the woodcutter was like raising his axe like, I could do it. I could do it, man. No one would know. I could do it. I could do it. I could just chop him like what? No, the woodcutter's like, this is a dangerous place. There's many spirits and goblins about, and you're sleeping on the ground. What's up? And Quario is like, that don't bother me. I ain't afraid of no hairy things. H- hairy things? I know. It's, it's straight from the story. It's because I think it's goblins. I think goblins and shit are hairy. They're hairy? Are they like fox goblins and badger goblins? Yeah, and fox squirrel go- goblins. They're okay. All you gotta the, watch out for the squirrel goblins. All the animals are goblins, guys. Don't fucking trust any of them. Yeah, you see a squirrel in the tree? Fucking goblin. It's gonna take it's, your nuts. It's a goblin. It's after your nuts, man. Run! <laughs> and so that's what this woodcutter's war- warning him is like, dude, there's squirrels after your there's nuts. There's squirrels everywhere up in here. They're stealing nuts. They're, they're gonna, running in the trees. They're gonna bite your nuts in their sleep, they're man. They're chattering. So, uh, Quario's like, nah, I ain't, I ain't a bitch. I ain't, I ain't afraid of no squirrels. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. And, uh, and he says, you know, I'm a monk. I'm a unsui no ryukaku, man. I'm a cloud and water guest. A what? Yeah, exactly. Wait, what? It's what, it's what it said in the story. A cloud and water guest? Yeah, it's what the, like the traveling. What does that even mean? It means like a traveling acidic monk who's just. They're transient. Yeah, exactly. They're, they don't need a lot of comforts. They're clouds and water that disappear in the new day. Nah, all they have is the clouds and the water. Think about that. <laughs> I will. 
So the woodcutter's like, oh, I can't have a friendly monk sleeping I can't have a cloud and water guest sleep in here. You're going to yeah. get it all wet. Yeah. No, he's... What are you doing? Fertilizing the tree? Get the, out of there. There's ghosts and shit in these woods. Come, follow me back to my cottage. It isn't much, but it's home. <laughs> it's a it's a woodcutter's cottage. I would call it a log cabin. I've cut many a wood in these years. You know, it's like fairy tale stuff, man. Woodcutter's log cabin. Boom. Yeah. So Quario appreciates this woodcutter's kindness and follows him through... There's a wolf in the bed. My grandmother, what big ears you have. It's the woodcutter's grandmother, and don't even t- don't even mention... Don't mention she's the ears. sensitive about the ears. <laughs> yeah, don't mention the ears. Don't even, don't even look at her. Don't even look at her. Don't yeah. even think about her. <laughs> <laughs> and so Quario follows him through some pretty bonkers terrain. It talks about, like, they skirt cliff edges and, and shit. It's, it's like, man, how far away is this cabin? He's like, oh, just a little bit more. It's over the river and through the woods. God damn it. How many times do I got to say it? We're halfway there. <laughs> and so... And finally arrived at the thatched cottages of the clearing at the top of a hill in a it's grove. It's beautiful. There's like a waterfall and shit. There's yeah, birds. It's in the middle of a grove. There's, it's nice. Yeah, there's demon squirrels. It's cheerfully lit from within, and you can't even see the demon squirrels. There <laughs> there's just eyes in the background. <laughs> there are red eyes in the, the, the woods. <laughs> there's crickets chirping. It's lovely. Oh, as long as there's noise, animal noises, you're safe. It's when it gets quiet. Oh yeah, even the even the goblin animals. Yeah, the goblin animals—they're not gonna make noises and shit when they're hunting you. Oh, that's when they're quiet. Yeah, exactly. They're stalking, stalking. Mm. Christopher stalking. Yeah. Wow! There... <laughs> Look at this monk <laughs> coming into our woods. He looks wow. delicious. He looks so good. <laughs> Pardon me, Mister Monk. What are you doing here? It's dangerous. You should go into this totally normal cabin in the woods. Hey, nothing bad has happened from then. Wow. Okay. Well, stop it. Okay. So Quario goes into the cottage with the woodcutter, and sees four people just sitting around, one in the hand. Seems hands. normal. <laughs> This place seems normal for me. <laughs> All right. And they're, standing, they're sitting around a row, which is like a hearth. It's like a, you know, there's a fire in the middle of the ground. They're sitting around a fire, like in the middle of the ground. Like a pit. Yeah, like a little hearth. And they're all, they bow their heads and they greet the the, the priest. And the, you can tell they're just all very poor, but they're very polite. Ah, uh, they're speaking in the upper class dialect. Yeah, exactly. They don't sound cockney. They sound... Classy. They sound like they know the customs of nobility. So Quirio perceives that and asks about him. Being a samurai, a man of upperclassmen, he's like, "Ah, oh, yes, I recognize wealth when I see it." Yeah, he's like, mm, "You guys may be in impoverished conditions, but you do not act like it." And he asks them about it, and you know, the woodcutter answers that he himself had once been a noble in the service of the daimyo, but he wasted away all his riches on, on women and wine. That's what you do. Uh, you know, he wasted it's a it. WW. Women OW and gambled it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, women or wine. What, what a way to spend your wealth. <laughs> what a combination. So now he's attempting to repent for those wicked ways of his youth. Wow, the wicked ways. Doing things like, you know, taking in monks and shit. Random monks that he finds in the woods as he's on his way cutting. He's like, he also doesn't have any wood on his back, too. So the monk is like, Man, were you even cutting any wood? And he's like, how much wood can a woodcutter cut if a woodcutter could cut wood? And he's like, what? He's like, what? He says, what? He says, what? Wood? What? Wood? 
So Quario is impressed by this. Uh, these This riddle and turn of phrase. <laughs> he's, he's impressed by these fancy folks. And he promises he'll, he'll pray a little sutra for them. Pray a little sutra for you. Forever and ever. Until you your heart. Yeah. And I, so he prays a little, you know. He like snaps his fingers walking backwards. Oh yeah, that. he's like, oh, you guys are so kind. Thank you for taking in this old monk. And uh, he's like, you know, I'm going to wipe your karma slate clean. I'm going to restore your family honor. I'm going to just I'm gonna pray all night. Thank you. And so with that, Aquario's shown to his room in the back of the house and everyone goes to sleep except for him because he's praying all night for these people. He's a kind guy. I will pay you in prayer. Well, that's what every fucking monk's ever offered. <laughs> Is <Yep>. it not? <laughs> Maybe like, you'll get a book. You know what's weird is that they gave me a room, but they themselves don't have any rooms. Like, they're just all going to sleep by the fire, but I'm in this cold-ass, like, guest no, room. No, that's kind of them. That's, that's kind of them <laughs> I don't to get offer. to sleep by the fire with a sleepover. <laughs> he, he don't need much. He's happy with it. He, privacy? He's just sleeping in the woods and shit, where woodcutters keep coming up and bothering him. And squirrels keep looking at him and being like, soon. Yeah, all the hairy things. Soon. So after some time, Aquario's uh, just praying all night, you know, as you praying do. Praying his brains out. He's just giving them good good sutras, good good prayers. Uh, he gets thirsty, because, you know, he's you know, praying. Yeah, you get thirsty when you pray. You get thirsty when you do anything. Especially when you pray all night. Oh, God, yeah, right? He has, like, the dry mouth of, like, the 3 a.m. feeling, you know? And he's like, I hear some waterfalls outside. I want in on that action. There was some, like, bamboo aqueducts or some shit. Oh, yeah. You can hear, like, the little bamboo thing filling up and, like, dropping, doing the little deer scare. The deer scare, yeah. Yeah, they told it's it's good. Look it up. It's it's a fun sound. Yeah, they got that. So uh, he's going outside for a little drink of water. But he opens the door in his room. What does he see? Oh, man. He opens it up. He sees five headless bodies laying on the ground. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah, It was the squirrels. Immediately, he's like, oh, shit. They're going to think it was me. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy man gets taken into cottage, kills everyone. Oh, I get to see the headlines now. Nah, he immediately is like, oh, some crime, some murders happened in here. But then he notices there's no blood, no signs of struggle, nothing. They're just, like, laying like they were sleeping. No, like, cuts or anything. Yeah, it just looks like... It's weird. It's clean. It's clean. It's even, like, the skin reformed over it. It's weird. There's no cuts. There's no blood. You can't even see spine. It's like when you pop your um, Barbie head off. It's like that. It was like popping Barbie heads off. <laughs> As Aquario, being a tr- well-trained warrior and a well-read monk, he knew. It was like, there's two things this could be. It's not a crime. It's either fucking goblins or these are Rakurakubis. Because he knew his shit. He knew his... He read. He knew yeah. It. Strange thing happens. Goblins or Rukurukubis. He's That's like, it. He's like, all right, either this is like an illusion of Rukurukubis, or this is just he actually like Rukurukubis. He slaps one of the bodies around, and he's like, okay, it's not an illusion. And he's like, oh, okay, they're real. They're real. <laughs> and, but also... He kicks one a little bit. Our boy yeah. Quario, you know, he's a Buddhist monk. He knows how to destroy a Nukakubi Rukurukubi. Ah, uh, yes, with fire! No, he just grabs the body of the woodcutter. He's wearing oh. the woodcutter's clothes, and he's like... Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, he throws it outside the window. <laughs> he yeets. Yeah, he grabs it. He grabs the woodcutter's body and he yeets it out the window. That's it. And he like dusts his hands off. He's like, ha, problem solved. <laughs> All right. Well, that takes care of one of them. I'm just gonna go outside. It's just now. like laying in the bushes outside. <laughs> like... I hope he. I hope the head's not very smart because the body's not very far away. Yes. <laughs> just out the window. <laughs> 
So I was like, all right, time to go get that water now. All right, well, that took care of just one of these five. I guess that That's counts. That's enough for me. <laughs> I'm thirsty. That's more than other monks in this area do, huh? Your boy did one. That's pretty good. He could have done none. Good. He's very thirsty. He steps out to the grove and immediately starts hearing some voices. Oh, and so does he run away from the voices being like, well, this is obviously those uh, vampires, right? Dude, this, our boy Quirion laughs in the face of fear. So he hides. <laughs> <laughs> But he does sneak up on the voice. Yeah, he sneaks up. He sneaks up. He's like, I'm brave, but not that brave. I'm brave, but I'm not stupid. (laughs) So he hides. He's hiding behind some trees, and like the voices are, you know, it's the heads. He sees them, and they're bouncing around through the grass, eating bugs and worms and shit. They're talking heads. Uh, They're letting their days go by. (laughs) And uh, Aquario hears the woodcutter's voice. Is like, man, why are we even eating these worms? We got that fat priest back at home. Let's go get him. Meat's back on the menu. And they're just like snuffling around for like, worms. Rrr, rrr, and, yeah, worms suck. Let's eat some have... fat priests. <laughs> Why do we not have hands? As they say, as they like use their tongues to try and get up in there. I know. Yeah. I'm just like tongue in a hole. It's just like ah, ah I'm using ah, my tongue ah, as a so trowel. Dirty. <laughs> and so one of the women heads says like, ah, too bad he's been praying all night. It's so hard to eat him when he's praying because they are all Buddhist protections and shit. Yeah, he's praying up those uh, protections so we can't we can't nosh on him until he's done. And the woodcutter's like, oh, yeah, I know that sucks, man. I've been so hungry. But maybe he finally went to sleep. Go check. It's go like ch- almost morning, right? Yeah, like go, go check inside. Go see if he went to sleep. He's got to sleep sometime. Yeah, so so she bounces into the house. <laughs> Just bouncing, she bounces. Bouncing head. She bounces bounce out. into the head. And she cries out, the priest is gone. And so is the woodcutter's body. But she probably says it in first person. It's like, so is your body, woodcutter. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's the host, you know? So they call they call him Aruji, uh, which means host. And so the woodcutter screams. And he's like, my body has been moved. I will die. Yeah, because apparently they don't die until they discover that their body's been moved. So I bet he, like, slaps her around with his cheek a little bit. He's like, you told me! <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... I could have kept on living until I found out that information! I mean, at sunrise, he's got to go back to it, and he would have found out anyway. Eventually. But he's like, well, fuck. I'm going to kill that priest if it's the last thing I do. And then he turns around, and he looks right at Quario, who's just not hit very well. Yeah, he's like in a bush, but like a very obvious bush, you know? He's like hiding behind a tree, but from any other angle, you can see him. He's a fat <laughs> priest. It's a skinny tree. <laughs> yeah, he's a fat priest hiding behind an ash tree. It's, it's, he's, you can see him. <laughs> so all the heads, all the talking heads go, they bounce, they start screaming and bouncing toward the priest. We're on a road to nowhere! It's <laughs> <laughs> so Quario. You gotta remember, this ain't just a priest. This is a former warrior, man. This guy is built. He let himself go, but not that much. Yeah, he let himself go, but he's still bulk. Like, he's still strong. So he quickly just takes a young tree sapling and just rips it out of the ground. And is like, all right. My brothers! Just the tree. <laughs> he's like, all right, baby, let's bat him up. <laughs> hey, bada bada. And so four, so the heads keep just coming at him, and he's just swinging. He's batting them away, like, far. Like, in the ninth inning, it's like, oh, home run. Dude, oh, man, you, your boy Quario's batting a thousand here. He, <laughs> he's knocking them away. Swinging a hit. But the woodcutter's head, like, he keeps, it just keeps coming back. He's like, no, mm, you. Fuck you in particular. Yeah, so the woodcutter's head bounces and it's, it's, it's starting to die. And so it bounces, it bounces at him, and it bites down. It, like, jumps at him, and it bites on the sleeve of his robe. And Quario, like, hits the head, like, with the tree. And it's on his robe, and he's just hitting it. 
and the woodcutter finally dies. But it's, but he's clutched. He's bit down on the rope sleeve, and he's stuck. Now he's got, like, rigor mortis. This is, like, done. <laughs> he just freezes up on the sleeve, just being, like, dangling there. Corey was just, like, shaking his arm, shaking his sleeve, and he's like, Well, I guess this is part of me now. This is me now. <laughs> My favorite Coromo robe. <laughs> And Guario, I mean, he this guy laughs in the face of death. He's got a good sense of humor and in this one. And so he laughs, and he's like, oh, what a wonderful gift from my kindly host. It's so <laughs> sweet of them to give me a head for my sleeve. Right, because it was like uh, a host gives you a gift upon leaving, or like a house guest yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. And so he's like, this is a pretty good one. <laughs> this is a pretty funny gift, I'll tell you know. He's got uh, a good sense of humor, this one. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm not getting rid of this. This is my favorite robe. <laughs> it's and, just a sleeve decal at this point. And so the other heads are like, oh, shit, he's dead. And they bow- they they stay bounced away. They don't come back to him. It's the priest. Cheese it. And so Corio just leaves. Like, he doesn't need to go back to the house. What did he bring? Nothing. He doesn't have anything. So he just leaves. He just walks away. He's like... <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I'm gonna leave these other people for some other hapless wanderer. Yeah, fu- I took care of this one, and now I got the head to prove it. Yeah, fuck it. Maybe they don't come back to their heads. Maybe they all die. I don't know, and I don't care. I'm just gonna leave. So Quario leaves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what happens to the rest of them. Quario leaves and just walks on down the road to the. And he hits the nearest town of Suwa. 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 And now Quario is this big bulky priest walking down with a head stuck to his robe. It's like in Lollipop Chainsaw where she has her boyfriend's like zombie head as like basically a um a little like a skirt it, yeah, talisman. No, yeah, exactly. It's like a bouncing. It's like a trinket. It's like a keychain. Yeah, <laughs> and so people see this and freak the fuck out. Oh, Understandably, oh, men, women, and children are screaming. They're like, <laughs> this Jesus. gross ass disembodied head just like dangling from a sleeve. And he's just walking around. He's he's fu- he's got a sense of humor too. He's like. It's, like, stuck on his left arm sleeve, and he's just waving, like, oh, hello, people, with the sleeve. <laughs> oh, let <laughs> he, me pay for that. He waves, for the, waves the sleeve, and he just, just laughs. And then the people naturally are like, oh, my God. And so, like, the local guards, the local police come and arrest him because he's got like, a, This is a maniac. It's like a crazed murderer holding a head on his sleeve, <laughs> just walking around town like he's some sort of normal dude. And so, like he's some sort of normal man. <laughs> his name's Norman or something. Normal man. So Quario is arrested, and he's taken before the town elders in Sua. And he just—he doesn't give a shit. He's just—he just tells them his wild tale. And they're like, yeah, that's what happened. Now I got this head stuck on my sleeve. Rakurakubis, right? <laughs> and they're—they're they're like, all right, so he's a murderer. We're gonna sentence this man to death, right? This guy's not only a murderer; he's a psychotic killer. Yeah, he didn't just <laughs> murder; he's fucking nutso. And so, <laughs> they're about to sentence him to execution when the oldest one, the elder elder, stops him. So wait, wait, wait. Let me inspect that that uh, cranium there that's on your sleeve. Can I see that head? <laughs> Let so, me examine that perennial head. And so Corio just, you know, sort of moves closer to him, holds it up. is like, all right, yeah, do your thing, man. This is, this is 100% genuine Rikurakubi here. And so the guy, like, turns it over, and he's like, mm, yes, 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 uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so you said this head was never severed? Mm-hmm. Yep, there's yeah, no I cut. S- it's I just see no cuts. It's clean skin. Um, it's, like a, it's like a leaf fallen from a tree. Yeah, exactly. It's clean. 
Um, okay, let me check the nape of the neck. Uh, oh, is this some red marks? Oh, this is a Rakurakubi. Because? Because it's got some red marks on the nape of the neck. And they're like, no, shit. That was just drawn on. He's like, no, no, no. This uh, is true. This head hasn't been cut. It's just... It's just cursed. It's gone. It's cursed. This is a cursed head. And so, and so the other elders are like, all right, mister. How was a simple monk able to fight off a bunch of Rakurakubis then? Explain that. And they're like, all right, well, you don't look like you've always been a monk. You look pretty built. Did you used fact. to be a soldier? And the guy's like, ah, yeah. I, I mean, Quairo, Quairo is my Buddhist name. But my real name's Isogai Takatsuro. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, we've heard of you. We've heard of you, <laughs> the great general. I mean, your side lost, but you know, the great general. Yeah, but you did all right. It was it was the side. It was not you. You were a good guy. You were great. And so they're like, they immediately go from like treating him like sh- psycho crazy killer guy with a psycho dead killer. head. Kisko say with a dead head on his run, run, arm run, run to the venerated warrior that he is, and they're like, "Oh, you gotta meet the daimyo. We gotta have a big party. You know, have a feast. Bring the head. It's great. Tell a story. And, uh, we'll drink wine out of the head. Now, be great. now that we believe it, it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the head. It's part of your identity now. As a choir, yeah. So, so this they, is you now. This is yeah. So they party with him, and it's just you know they have a good time. And Quario heads out to, uh, he, he's, <laughs> he, this time he he's, heads out. <laughs> <laughs> this, this time he, he's waving goodbye with the arm that has the head stuck on it. And they're all laughing. And <laughs> the head like winks a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's all great. Everyone, everyone's on the joke now. And this is great. And he just leaves. You know, because he's just a traveling monk. He's just got to be on his way. He's a water and cloud guest. <laughs> he, he is an... Transient. U- he's an unsai nu no ryukaku. Ryukaku. <laughs> So I probably butchered that. But he's a water and cloud guest. He's, uh, he's H2O. He's gone. I'm trying to teach you guys about some some, some Japanese fra- uh, phrases and, you know, Buddhist stuff. You're welcome. You're welcome. So later on, Quario is, is left and, you know, he's still just walking around with the head. He's doing his cloud water thing. And so Drifting he gets... through the sky, changing forms, being watched upon by lazy children and lovers being like, that's a whale. No, that's a crane. No, that's a dragon eating a turtle. What? <laughs> like when you're cloud watching. Oh, were they cloud watching him? Yeah. He's, he's, not... a, he's a water and cloud guest. He's People a... are watching him go by and being like, that's a priest with a head on his robe. No, they just... <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> And Zogario is stopped on the ro- on he's on the road, you know, walking through the woods. On the woods. road to nowhere. And he gets stopped by who do you think stops people on the road in the woods? It's a highwayman. He gets stopped by a robber. And the robber's like, Alright, give me all your stuff. And then he's like, Alright, I don't got much stuff, but he you know, starts getting ready to give it to him and the robber's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Wait a minute. Put a little love in it. Is that a head on your sleeve, good sir? I thought I was a heartless killer. I mean, I, you know, I'm a robber. I've killed. But you. Yeah, see this pile of bodies behind me? My work. But, she, and the, you know, it's sloppy. It's, but it's, it's, it's respectful. But you. This, this is an art form. You're special. <laughs> Holy shit. You got a head stuck to, stuck on your sleeve like a fucking, it's like a toy. It's a little charm. It's like a cell phone charm. It's like back a, in the it's day. like a little charm. Some people have Sanrio. He has a head. And, and then the robber's like, that's metal. That's hard. Uh, people will. 
be afraid of this. How much you want for it? <laughs> Let me get that head. <laughs> all right, all right. No more robbery. Obviously, you can take care of yourself. How much you want for that head? <laughs> and he's like, dude, you don't want this head. <laughs> you don't want to buy his head. This is a Rakurakubi. It's a bad yokai. It's not a person. The robber's like, man, you kill people and then joke about it. I, lo- I like the cut of your jib, good priest, sir. <laughs> and the robber's like, all right, all right, I'll give you five Rio for it. You drive a hard bargain. My robe plus five Rio. And Carl, Final I was, offer. Final I was offer. like, listen, man, I, just, I try to give you a heads up. It's not what you think <laughs> it is. Heads up. <laughs> but Carl was like, all right, you know what? You want to pay? You, you're laughing because you're thinking this is a good deal. I just take it. It's great. Uh, so, you're welcome. And Cario just gives him the head, gives him a Koroma robe, and he's like, all right, I'll take your robes. I love how the robber was going to rob him and then decides to pay him for the head. <laughs> well, that's a, well. he was going to rob him until he found out he was the baddest bitch in these woods. <laughs> <laughs> he's not about to rob this guy now. <laughs> and so Cario so laughs. He just gives him the head, and the robber is walking through Suya. Suya is like, ooh, I'm a bad bitch with my head. And the local guard will be like, oh, we know that head. It's Rakurakubi. And he says, what? He's like, wait, what? What? And they're like, yeah, this wandering priest had it. And, you know, he was he told this whole crazy story about how his head was belonged to a yokai of Rakurakubi. And it tried to kill him, but it's dead now. And he was like, wait, this is real? <laughs> what, this what? is not just some poor farmer's, like, rigor mortis zombified head? Wait, this a fat priest? And they're like, yeah, that fat priest. Yeah. Thank Laughed you. in the face of danger, that one. Yeah, yeah. With a, with a head on his sleeve, and they're like, not many of those around. Yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> identifying factor, for sure. And he's like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> I done goofed. <laughs> and so the robber is now superstitious. He's Well, he's like, I don't want to carry this way. This head could wake up and kill me someday. When it was a regular person, hell yeah, it made me look like a badass. But now that it's a goblin or a, a ghost, I don't want no part of it. I mean, it made me look even more badass, except I'm not that badass. It's a little too much. I paid for this. I didn't even earn this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even kill this on my own. I, pay, I bought it. I bought this chain. This... I bought this teardrop. <laughs> yeah, I bought this teardrop in my face. I didn't even earn it. <laughs> and so he, now that he's superstitious, he like he listens to the you know the story and he follows to the cottage on the hill where where it all happened. The hill where it happened. The hill where it happened. And he goes and he like he find you know he takes the head and he performs a full burial, buries it he with the robe as well. He doesn't. It doesn't. Oh yeah, it ain't he's coming, naked as fuck at this point. It ain't coming off that robe. The yeah, robe, he wraps the head in the robe. Ooh, nice. <laughs> he just, just like puts it, buries it, puts a tombstone, and you can still see that tombstone to this day. Oh yeah. That's the ghost story bit. You this tombstone Ooh, survives. You can see the tombstone to this day of this thing that happened. <laughs> so that is our ghost story. That's the tale of uh Ip- Which isn't Aquario really that and... scary, more so just hilarious. <laughs> That's why I love it. I love it because our our hero wasn't fearful. He laughed. He, he has such a good temperament about this. He's like, well, I guess I have this head now. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm in the home of some demons. Might as well deal with this. I love it. I, love I got it. arrested. I'm going to laugh about it. Yeah. The sense of humor on this guy. The fact I'm that. I'm getting robbed. Might as well make a buck. He's super strong and courageous. And like, 
I, I just picture like Iroh from Avatar. Oh, like, for like, sure. He's a, he's a big fat priest, and he's like, oh yeah, I used to be this strong, super strong warrior. I'm very courageous, but I have a good sense of humor. I have a good time about it. And it's, he just he just picks up a tree and fucking bats away these demon heads or ghost heads, and it's just like, ah, this is great. This is funny. <laughs> and that's this is that's why we want to tell you this story so you could know about him and the Rakurakubis. Yeah, and I think there's some Rakurakubis in, like, I'm sure there's one in, like, Inuyasha. Oh, and, you, like, I'm, um, I'm sure. Naruto probably has I bet, something I bet, like that. Shinto, you probably see him across different anime, different medias. I think Demon Slayer has one. It probably has them, and, like, especially with, like, the Nuka Kubis, the Nuka Cola Kubis. <laughs> those are... Those are in Fallout, yeah. yeah and, and just, like, these bouncing heads that want to attack you, I mean... And I immediately thought of Spirited Away. I don't know if those are the same. We forgot to look it up. But, yeah, there's, like, the three heads The three are... bouncing heads that make up, like, the fake baby. But you yeah. have these three bouncing heads, and it's just like, that, that's so... That, to me, says Rakurakubi. Mm-hmm. So whether or not that is, like, that's what that reminded me of. It's super cool. Yeah. Oh, so great. We all, we love a Japanese uh, ghost story. Especially one that has yeah. sort of, like, a moral in it, too, I guess. <laughs> Wait, what's the moral here? A moral is just to have a good sense of humor about everything, man. Yeah, just have a good time. Like, don't let shit bother you because when because shit may really come up, like bouncing evil heads trying to eat you. Yeah, and then just carrying run around like sort of a sleeve charm. Yeah, don't let it bother you, and it's like, oh no, I got a, a dead demon head on my on this my arm. This is now like, a gift from a host. And like. This is a great story. This is a this is gonna be great. At this parties. is how to win friends and influence people for sure. Oh, for sure. And that's that's the Rakurakubis. If you ever see one, do exactly that. You well, you eat the body. If it's if it's got a long neck, you, you know. First of all, find out if it's bad. You know, if it's not, don't kill it. But if it is bad, just chop the neck. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Chop, chop, chop in that neck. Or if it's a Nukakubi, just eat the body. Yeah, just eat the body, man. The head ain't gonna work that hard to find it because he just threw <laughs> it only, him outside. It only has three bounces and yeah. they get back. It's true. It only has three bounces and it's like done. <laughs> so you don't even gotta move it that far. You don't even gotta bury the body or burn it or shit. You just like kick it. Yeah, just just like move it to another room. It ain't gonna look that hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're lazy. I can I can I can relate. And that's that's how you defeat a Kurakubi if you if you run into one. But now you know. Now you know. If you didn't know, now you know. know. Thank you guys so much for joining us in this episode. So thank you, and good night. Good night, or evening, or day, or morning.